Hello, everybody, and welcome to McKay's Music Corner, a musical discussion podcast that and it starts... starts right now. Corner, a musical discussion podcast. Welcome to episode one. We'll see how this goes. As of right now, there's no real structure or formula for it. I just knew that I wanted to talk about music and Jordan's ears can only hear so much. <laughs> for those of you who don't know me, um, my name is McKay Nielsen and I am one of the hosts of the Reading My Writings podcast, which you can find on this channel or this whatever you call it, this podcast hub. I don't think we're going to host it two separate places. It'll just be kind of like a special episode series that will upload alongside the Reading My Writings episodes. So definitely check that out. We read, or I read, my old writings from childhood to now, and we discuss them and have a good laugh. Very fun. So yeah, let's get into the music side of things. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a while, and some of these songs I'll uh, discussed today are a little older, but they're still fresh in my mind and I wanted to talk about them. So let's talk about the upcoming releases that I'm excited for this year, or more accurately, that I'm excited for that are coming soon. First off, we have an album by Chiverches. <laughs> I, I, okay, it's called Churches, but the, the U is a V. Um, that's how they stylize it. So I like to make a little joke there. But yeah, Churches has a new album coming out. It'll be released August 27th, 2021, and it is called Screen Violence. A really cool name. Really excited for that because I do quite enjoy a lot of their songs. And the singles thus far have been really good. They first released He Said, She Said, which is really good. And then a bit moodier and more melancholy. It's called How Not to Drown was their second one. And then Good Girls being their most recent single towards this album. I imagine that's all they'll have. And then with August 27th, pretty close here, um, we'll get the 10 song total album. I'm, I'm very excited. I, I quite like the band. I would recommend checking out their album Every Open Eye. So yeah, that's one of the things I'm excited for on that same day is the highly anticipated follow-up album by A Great Big World, and it is titled Particles. It is going to be A Great Big World's third studio album. Get this, their last one was clear back in 2015. So I wanted to discuss this. Not only not only am I excited for this, I because I, I am, right? But I, I my spirit are dampened a little bit with this band and I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you why first off um, their first album came out in 2014 and then what I consider to be their best music came out a year later in 2015 with their second album called when the morning comes um, and that's when I was really first introduced to the band a great big world that second album was kind of like a gay awakening album for me and overall it just means a lot to me and my husband Jordan who I do the other podcast with it has so many good I mean, they're love songs, but like they're just really well made and produced and they're just, it's a beautiful, breathtaking album experience. So I've understandably been looking forward to new music from them for a while now, but with Particles, I don't know what to expect because the album cover looks really bad. 
I have sorry. Um, it looks really bad compared to their other ones. I mean, their first album looks really cool. It's called Is There Anybody Out There? Has a really cool like rocket going up to the sky, and it really captures what a great big world, what to expect from them. And then with When the Morning Comes, it's very simple. It's this like space beam of light and it looks really sleek and well done and then particles the upcoming album i don't know it has this weird curly q liney pattern to it and it just looks rushed it doesn't it's not an image i would think of when i hear the word particles i mean maybe they think it does but <laughs> i don't know and I, I know it's a weird thing to kind of just go off and on about the album covers and how they look but here's the thing this is this is where I get even more riled up. Um, I can't f help but feel ripped off of in several ways about this upcoming A Great Big World album. So their first single for this album was a track they already released. How long ago, you ask? This song was released way back on June 24th. 2019 and now they release it and it has in parentheses on the song title 2021 implying that this is the 2021 version it's so bizarre because they acknowledge that there's a version other than 2021 I mean, otherwise, why would they put in parentheses 2021 but at the same time they've removed what would have been the quote-unquote original version of the song back in 2019, they removed that from Spotify. I'm pretty sure you can't even buy the original version. And my theory is because there isn't, there aren't two versions, they've just released it again. <laughs> Let me explain what the song is. It is called Boys in the Street, and that was their lead single for this upcoming Particles album. Um, coming out in August 27th, 2021. It was originally released as a, in June, of 2019 as a pride song because it it deals with the themes of a, a gay man's story you know perspective of growing up gay and a disapproving father and the father's change to that and it was wonderful it was a great song it's a it's a cover um off the top of my head i can't remember a cover of who but Great Big World did a cover of that for Pride Month in 2019, and it is. It's a good song. I just, I can't help but feel weirded out when the song suddenly gets removed. I've been enjoying it for two years, and it gets removed, and then they release it again, and it's supposed to be a single. It's just bizarre, and they've kind of done that with a few other songs, too. They did a song with Christina Aguilera again, I think. Is that her name? <laughs> Fall on Me, and that was another single that they released, except it's the christina list version, which they do do on their albums, but already three of the four, three of the ten songs that are going to appear on Particles are songs I've already heard. I, I'm, I'm hoping to be proved wrong once this album does come out, but those are two albums that are kind of on the forefront of my mind with, uh, you know, us still being in August, coming up real soon. On the lighter side, I won't talk about it too much, but an upcoming concert I have is uh, Rise Against, and I am really excited to see Rise Against live again. I make it a point not to miss any of their shows ever again, because I did once or twice in the past, and I just regret it. You can't undo that action of not going to a concert, and there are just certain songs and certain, you know, eras of their music that you're just not gonna be able to hear. I'm hoping the uh, the concert doesn't get canceled and I hope that everyone is in tip-top shape um, to perform. 
All right, so let's get to the meat of the podcast episode here for episode one. I want to discuss some songs that have come out in the past few months and just kind of really gush over them because I really enjoy them a lot. Um, First on the list, I want to talk about Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. So I'm not actually up to this point. I wouldn't even consider myself an Ed Sheeran fan, but I haven't really been exposed to much of his music other than here and there. But hearing this song, man, I just really like it. And going along with the music video, it's just really fun. He's he's dressed in this like nice pink suit. He's got this weird like kind of glittery face and hair and he's this vampire that flies around. And it goes really well with the, I guess, the theme of the song Bad Habits. If you've heard that song, definitely check out the music video. You can find it on YouTube. I mean, either way, just check out the music video. It's really fun. And it's not until you squint really hard where you realize a lot of the people in the video are not actually there. They're these weird, rubbery CGI people. And it looks really bizarre. But there are a handful of actors that are on the music video that are also tormenting these animated people. So off the bat, Bad Habits is really... It's just catchy and fun. Every time I come around. (laughs) Yeah, off the bat, it's this really catchy, kind of echoey atmosphere of guitar, and then his lovely vocals come in, and it, it's, it seems a lot poppier than what I would have expected Ed Sheeran to create, and I think that is the case. It's just a really good song. So catchy, and just from a, a musical perspective, it's really well made. A lot of fun instrumentation and sounds throughout it. It just, it's so catchy, and I, I hope that it gets added to the karaoke songs so I can sing it in front of all my friends. (laughs) But yeah, definitely check it out. I'm going to try to do for every episode, there's going to be a playlist you can access on Spotify where all the songs I've discussed will be in one place. So if you'd rather do that, check out one of the links in in this podcast notes. Bad Habits was released June 24th, 2021. I don't think he's released any other songs since then, so I don't know if he has an upcoming album or what, but this song has been enough for me to to last me for two to three months. But I hope if there is an upcoming album in, in sight that it is very similar to this, because I will check it out. Um, next song I wanted to discuss on the podcast is Wrecked by Imagine Dragons. This uh, single was released July 2nd, 2021, and Imagine Dragons has a weird history for me because... I would consider 50-50 of their songs are songs that I like, and then the other 50 are songs I just really want to turn off. (laughs) Um, I love um, Dan Reynolds and the, the work he's done for Love Loud and things like that, and... I I love who he is as a person and how he's improved and matured. So I really respect him, but yeah, as as a band, they're just so many songs that unfortunately just don't hit the mark for me, but this is one of the ones that does. And I think it's because of the emotion that is just evident throughout the song Wrecked. Something they this band does really well is the transition from soft to hard through a song. This song is starts off real soft and he does this these falsetto type vocals 
and the flow of the, you know, the lyrics is really good and hits beats that are really satisfying. And geez, the, just the motion in this song is really, really clear and powerful. It's about being wrecked from someone leaving their life you know, the devastation of that and missing them. You can tell from the lyrics alone, um, but everything else helps drive home that point. Um, I think this is this is another single um, for an upcoming album of Imagine Dragons. They have a new album coming out. I could probably talk about that later. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I hope there are more tracks like this out of the three singles that have been released for their upcoming album. This one's definitely the best. One of the three is just a song I would not play on my worst enemy. Okay, so the album's called Mercury Act One, and that is set to release on September 3rd. So it's coming up here. But yeah, I hope I hope the rest of the album is like this and has that emotion. I mean, something with Imagine Dragons is they're very well known for their stadium stomping, catchy songs. Those honestly aren't my favorite. Things like Radioactive, I like production-wise, I just can't get over. And I might sound like a prude, but bite me. <laughs> but songs like Birds, Wrecked, and Hear Me, they're just so emotional and oh, I just love them so much. It, it makes me sad I, I couldn't get into the rest of it. So I actually did some research on this song as I was preparing to do this podcast, and I found out that a, a music video actually came out for this this song. So I watched it, and it was really good. It And as I thought, it, there was that emotional component to it, personal experience of the singer. Um, Dan Reynolds' late sister-in-law passed away from cancer, and it's about him coping with that and the sudden passing. But what really struck me is... The vulnerability from Dan to really touch on the fragility of life and the fi finality of it, especially coming from Dan, who now considers himself a man of, you know, no faith or, you know, doesn't have a religion that he is tied to where he believes in an afterlife or seeing her again. Dan Reynolds said, This song was my way of dealing with it all, as music has always been my refuge. No longer being a man of fervent faith, I can only hope that she hears it somewhere in a place where she is healed and no longer in pain. This song is my wish for an eternity with those that I love. Reading that and then see, you know, seeing the music video and hearing the song, it all just made sense to me. And it's very relatable. It's a big unknown for a lot of people. And it's a very scary, permanent thing. So I just really appreciated that. The song's really good. This is from an article on nme.com. So that's news, uh, <laughs> I don't know what NME stands for, but anyway, it's on, if you want to read the full interview with Dan Reynolds about this, uh, recent song, you can go to, um, NME article about it. So, the, you know, the song is my wish for an eternity with those that I love. And then the article continues last week, Reynolds revealed that he has been developing a multiplayer PC game and is, and is hoping it will be completed this year. <laughs> I don't know why they decided to have that be the follow-up for an emotional... Uh, I don't get why they would close off their article to Dan's emotional interview with that. But yeah, I guess he's got a game coming out, so stay tuned for that as well. Alright, and now, here comes... This isn't a song that's recent by any stretch of the means. Is that a, is that a phrase? By any means, it's, no, it's not a new song. And it's probably not even a song 
I would say the majority have heard, um, but I wanted to talk about it because it came across my, my Spotify listen, you know, as I'm clicking through, listening to old music, listening to some new music, digging through old catalogs of artists I like. This came up again, and I realized just how important this song was to me, so I wanted to talk about that as well. And it will be included in the playlist for episode one. So we are going to be discussing a song called A Deep Slow Panic, and it is by the band AFI. It was released on the album titled Burials on October 22nd, 2013. This song is really, it was really important to me, and it ha- it holds this musical memory for me, because fall 2013, you know, when this came out, is kind of was the darkest time of my life, the loneliest and most depressing. It was my first time away from home, living on my own, and dealing with all these emotions, dealing with college, and the stress of all these difficult classes, and it was cold and isolated from everything I was, I knew and was used to, and just so much more. This song, along with the whole album, just really spoke to me and helped me get through those dark times. So yeah, the song is called A Deep Slow Panic, and the lyrics are really, really good. The singer, Davey Havoc, does a great job with this album of doing a real plethora of different vocals and this, the styles throughout the album. And it's it's one of their darker albums, kind of returning to darker roots that AFI was popularized for. This is what uh, the vocalist and lyricist Davey Havoc um, had to say about uh, the song. So he stated that the title of this song was considered as the title of the album and is the song that most captures the mood of suffocation that applies to the whole album. So I thought that was a really important point to bring up. Um, it's, it's cool to hear that behind the scenes of like, oh, what could have the album been called? What what direction could, have thing, could things have gone? To know that my favorite song off that album was considered to be the title as well for the album makes a lot of sense because this song in particular just really captures that struggle, that suffocating feeling. The chorus talks about, you know, slowly it's consuming me. I can't take this deeper panic. And so it just that feeling of panic and it's just it's really heavy and I'm sad that I had to relate to a song so much during a time in my life but at the same time it just it really spoke to me then and it speaks to me now and it's a so it's a fun an enjoyable thing to look back on. If you haven't heard it, I would definitely recommend you check it out. And it wasn't even the lyrics necessarily that really spoke to me. It was more so the feelings that the song itself invoked in me, mainly the chorus. I remember, you know, walking through the snowy, cold, short street from class to my apartment and listening to these through my headphones, really sticking with me. So I thought it'd be cool to kind of discuss that, go into a more, on the more emotional side, kind of to go with Dan Reynolds being emotionally vulnerable. Here's me being mo- more vulnerable. So yeah, um, stay tuned for more episodes. I don't know how consistent of a podcast this will be just whenever I feel like talking about things. I definitely have a lot on the list that I'd like to talk about. And I think it'd be cool to touch over albums or songs that have special places in my heart, you know, on the timeline of my life. So yeah, we'll we'll kind of go from there. Let me know what you thought of this. Definitely check out our Reading My Writings podcast. Our finale is coming up for Kevin the Polygamist E.T. Lord. Um, it might already be out by the time this comes out. Who knows? But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Check out some of my music that I like. This is McKay's Music Corner, signing off.